Yo. Hey. Hi. Ryan and Sam. Hello, gentlemen. Base has network obligations to get to. So I don't know if Base will be calling in or not. <laughs> or something. I don't. Know. I don't know what this week's excuse was. I mean, to be fair to Base, he does work during this time sometimes. Yeah. So I mean, he is he is at work usually when you know when we're wrapping this up when we're starting right. this, I should say. So, but I mean, it doesn't matter if we did this at six o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. He's either just leaving work or he just got handed network spots or something. I just got three production orders in at 9 p.m. <laughs> at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. Uh, you know what that means? It means he's probably had a, a big pile of stuff on his desk since like 8 a.m. And he's just getting around to it now. <laughs> oh, no. That was due tonight. <laughs> I would love, honestly, I, and, and I know we, we rag on him a lot. And. You know, I, I don't need to go down this road too extensively, but I would love to add up the amount of time. We run a stopwatch on the amount of time wasted between him and me just in life. And just see what that what that number looks like. We're all, oh, all yeah. Wait, the time wasted between you and him? Just the time wasted, like his time wasted on a daily basis versus my time wasted. Like, oh yes, I'm, yes. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing versus not. And then look at that. Look at his number. Well, you just cut. You cut to you waking up, him still in bed, you getting in the shower right away, him sitting at a table reading the papers of it. <laughs> you driving right to work, him making a stop at like McDonald's for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like it just doesn't stop. <laughs> you getting to work, logging into your work email, him going right to TMZ, <laughs> or him, I, 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 him doing the obligatory lap around the building thing, throw air punches at people and say "What up?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do kind of envy base sometimes, though. I feel like uh, he always. I mean, we make fun of him, but he always seems like he's very um, content. Oh yeah, like, you know what I mean. It's like I wish I wish I was that content in life. Like, doesn't matter what you you know what I'm doing. I I'd rather be content, you know, doing what he's doing than like be in a state of discontent like I usually am. Like, it's, it's, it's nice to deserve that. Like, it's nice to know somebody is like he's just he's just, he just like okay, like everything is fine. Like he seems yeah. like yeah. He's right where he needs to be. He's like Yogi Bear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, just walking around the forest preserve. If he could get a picnic basket, that's fine. If not, he's still happy. Yeah. He's he's doing all right. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ryan just uh, got it. Well, I don't know. He has a new position at work. They'll announce it soon. But, so, Ryan, what's what's the deal with the podcast now? With your contributions to the podcast? It's gonna. I mean, this is it was this horrible, you know, realization. But see, I work for iHeartMedia. I work for a radio station under the iHeart umbrella. They're big into streaming. Uh, and I was told this week with the new deal in place that I need to strategically back off my involvement. It's not to say that I can't come on. I was just told that I can't devote an hour a week 
to something being publicized on a different streaming service. I mean, I'm just going to tell it, you know, that's just as honest as I can be about it. Yeah. So what what if we put it on the iHeart streaming <laughs> along with the other streams that we have? <laughs> well, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> but so so this isn't goodbye it's good journey is that <laughs> no but i mean does that mean that you could come on for a few minutes every week or you come on every few weeks what do you think it I means think, i think any any of those all of you know all of the above i think i you know i i don't really know the thing is and and you know i think anyone in this situation would have to understand it like I, I'm in a, I have a pretty good situation going right now, and I don't want to do anything Well, yeah. to give anyone any way to come back and go, hey, this is a, this is a breach of contract. Exactly, yeah. Like, for instance, what if we get you fired, though? What if we, <laughs> what if we do something? What if we do something to get you fired? Then, oh, well, then I'm all yours. well you know what ryan it's funny you say that because ariel helwani who's the greatest mma journalist ever we had him on our old sirius xm show he got fired from fox this week and it was because he does another show which is his main job though on mmafighting.com where he interviews fighters and he really just he's open to anything so he was talking to rory mcdonald a ufc fighter about free agency and he was kind of agreeing with him. Yeah, you should test the market. You should go to Bellator if they have the most money. And I guess the UFC didn't like that, and they got rid of him. Wow. So it shows you that that kind of stuff could happen. Yeah. So and, I, and here's what I told you. I said, you know, I mean, down the road, this could, like, you know, it couldn't, like, like, I could figure out that it's totally fine, you know, to resume regular duties. I just, at, at first, especially, I just want to yeah. sort of figure out how this is going to go. I just want to clarify something real quick. So you, what you're telling us is that well-paid uh, gigs with a lot of perks mean more to you than, <laughs> than, than, a, weekly, than a weekly podcast um, that you've made literally. That is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I just, I just wanted to be certain. A podcast yeah. that costs you money sometimes. Yeah, I guess yeah, you put a net negative. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm the, one, I'm, money. I'm the only one who loses money on the podcast, yeah. but everyone else <laughs> makes zero. Yeah, right. If if you if you look if you look at our accounting sheets, mine's like minus <laughs> three fifty two. <laughs> Ryan Mano zero. Sam Cannon zero. Base seven dollars. He got from like an yeah, Amazon so wish. Base made seven dollars off of it. <laughs> <laughs> he did something to make money. I, I don't know what. It was, but. So, Ryan, for the so time I, being, I guess, should we say that maybe you'll call in for 10 minutes at the end of every podcast or every few? What what, what should we be thinking here? I, honestly, and, and, I'm, and maybe this is a conversation you need to have off here, but but I, honestly, here's, here's my biggest thing right now. I feel like leaving me off of that, I can certainly budget 10 to 20 minutes every week. I just feel like leaving me off of any promotion. Oh, yeah. Like not... Not tagging me would go a long way. You know what I mean? Well, that well that that was I was going to do that no matter what. Yeah, I feel like there, there's a good starting point, and then we can go from there. But I, I mean, I think for the time being, I can certainly budget safely. You know, a couple minutes every week for sure. Oh, excellent! Well, that's good. That's all we need. Yeah. Just just to get the ball rolling, and then we'll, we'll have the Ryan Mano stopwatch. So, like, <laughs> we'll put it. We'll set it at twenty minutes or something. 
and then as soon as it goes off, we'll say, "All right, Ryan, your time's up now." Base, let, let's get to some discussions with base or something like that. I don't know. Very yeah. good. Or oh. as Sam proposed yesterday, hiring a fake Ryan Mano. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that idea. I've, I've that would be awesome. Prospect. What? What if we just? I have, Ryan, I, have, I have two young men in mind. Ryan, how would you feel about that if just some guy came on and we said? Younger, stronger, faster, the real Ryan Man. <laughs> and since it's not TV or anything, people would probably think it's you, only you're not as clever or funny anymore. <laughs> I mean, if we found someone that sounded kind of like you, right, and I called him Ryan, wouldn't, how long do you think it would take for people to realize it's not you? It would probably take a long time. I think so. Yeah, I, you're right. I mean, if you found someone who sounded like me, only, you know, obviously the topics would be different, and, and, and some guy named Abe was hosting this no one would say that's not abe because it sounds like me yeah i mean it's like almost like when you watch you know uh the, if you watch family guy back when like Lacey chabert was the voice of meg yeah you know i mean when those first episodes started i'm certain people weren't sitting there going this is an outrage where's the original <laughs> meg like yeah and, and then and meg. then it became mila kunis right right yeah yeah, so that that might be an option. So we'll get the real I'm Ryan for we'll get the real Ryan for fifteen to twenty minutes, <laughs> and then the fake Ryan for the last forty. <laughs> and the fake Ryan is going to be like just a pussy, right? Yeah, no, like, he's going to be he's going to be he's going to be younger, faster, and stronger. What are you talking? About? <laughs> but do, aren't, in the wrestling business, aren't we going to make the fake Ryan do a lot of jobs? Like, to, <laughs> he's, he's going to blow away the old jaded Ryan. Man. But Sam, don't we don't we want to use? <laughs> There's the, a reason you replace. But Sam, okay, so let's say Ryan Ryan isn't leaving the podcast. But if he was, wouldn't we need him to put you over as the new number two, like or the number one, whatever, like the the main well, it's guy? Up, it's up to Ryan. Does he want to put me over as the new number two, or does he want to give it to base? Well, we'd probably have to put you over. Yeah. So if Ryan's going to be doing the the honors, as they call it, right? Why don't we <laughs> Why don't we use the fifteen minutes to to get you over as one of the top guys? Uh, yeah. No, I'm Brian. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna do. I'm, we're gonna, we're gonna need you to do a very clean job, <laughs> the cleanest job. So, so people have no doubt. What? So no it, doubt that I've surpassed you, Ryan. Could you imagine if the radio business worked like that? If they said, "All right, Ryan, um, we're gonna keep you on for another year, but you have to put Sam over." <laughs> we want to really hard to put Sam over. The crowd is, the crowd is rejecting him. <laughs> 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 you, you give it everything. Ryan's gonna have to do something to make himself less likable, so that to put really put Sam over. Honestly, yeah, I, <laughs> that's, yeah a, that's, that's a good point. No, the fans do not like me, Ryan. It's uh, a <laughs> well, it's a well known fact. They actually do like um, you, but you're like oh, the yeah, same. Well, you're like oh, the yeah, same. Right. But you're like the same way that like Andy <laughs> Kaufman was liked. Exactly as a heel. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That, that's the point. Like they, 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 they do like when I'm in heel character, but like the sincere me is very unlikable too. It's almost <laughs> like if you go back to like you know, I mean, I don't know, like a guy like John Stark. He was really only liked by a handful of people, and that was mainly in New York. You know, or or like a Chad Ochocinco. You know, he's he's got his pocket. Oh yeah. By and large, everyone else looking in hates him. <laughs> that's how people feel about Sam. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's good news then. If if, if Ryan's going to at least be around for part of the podcast, buried in there somewhere, and right. we, we could get to business, get get to, you know, I mean, we could get to the important topics quick. Yeah. And then get you out of here with your with your dignity. <laughs> I don't give a shit about my dignity. It's a contract <laughs> I'm interested in. That's all I care about maintaining. There's two things, Sam, that I couldn't stop laughing at this week. Number one, Ryan, were you on the podcast and we talked about we were at Farm Aid and um, yeah. we were trying to we were trying to go out a side gate. Yep. And and they wouldn't let us out, so I did a fake limp and I had my arm around Sam like he was like he was carrying me yeah. like I couldn't walk. And then uh, <laughs> and then as soon as the lady said no, I just walked away normal. But really, how big of a piece of garbage do you have to be to pretend like you're limping and you can't walk just to so you don't have to walk around? <laughs> my, my favorite is that you gave up on the limp the minute she said yeah, no. The minute she said no, I just wa- I, I took my arm off Sam's shoulder and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it was pathetic. Um, yeah, it was great. That's why Sam's going to be at the top. Yeah. Taking a conversation to is the that, next is that, level. Is that, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not Ryan Mano. I mean, there's a reason why I'm not a radio professional. <laughs> I'm just the annoying brother. Everybody knows. <laughs> this, this is like, this is kind of like when, you know, like when Macho Man brought his brother into wrestling, Lanny Pop. I mean, everybody knew he was a farce. No, I think, no, no, I think, I think, I think you're more like Owen Hart. I think you could hold your own. Ryan, can Don't you say t- that? Well, I don't. <laughs> no, that is a bad Jesus example. Christ. You're more like Kerry Von Eric. Oh wait, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's dead too. Uh, I'm, a, I'm I'm more I, I'm like the um, like the mentally handicapped like person you bring to work, and everyone. <laughs> I don't know. Ryan, can you teach Sam anything about uh, taking over that I think role? No, I can't. It's something you have or you don't. I mean. I, I guess I it's. I guess isn't I, don't, it? I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think I'm that bad. I'm not. I'm not Ryan. Man. I don't think. No, no, you're good. You're damn good, been, Ryan. I, I think Ryan. I think there's been worse people than me who actually have been on air. Ever. Oh, right now there is. Oh, They're everywhere. For sure, I think there's plenty of them. And in fact, in Chicago radio, I, I. I mean, and this is not. A, this is not to pat myself on the shoulder. This is a knock on some of the on-air talent. I feel like I could replace a lot of people. Oh yeah, easily. Who've been doing radio. For many a year, um, yeah, because they're so awful. Not because I'm good. Well, I I think with Sam I, and not to get too far off, I'm I'm curious where you were going with this farm aid thing. But I, I I will say, I think with Sam, it's finding the right ingredients around him to make to let Sam do what he does. Yeah, you got to set you know Sam. I mean? You got to let right? Sam. I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm like durian. That's that's very good. You know, I don't know that Sam could host American Idol. <laughs> I, I do, you know, Sam could be a judge on Dancing with the Stars. We'll sure, that sure. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. But he could be on a radio talk show as a contributor. Right. Yeah. Yeah, not- I'm a good contributor. I'm not. I'm. I'm not the number one. <laughs> I'm not even a strong two, but I'm a. I'm a. I have something to offer. I, I. Oh yeah. It's okay. I mean, we'll 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 figure it out. I mean, we've done plenty of podcasts without Ryan. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. If if we're gonna have Ryan for 15 minutes a week, 
we might want to use yeah. that 15 minutes to put guys like you and base over. Base <laughs> sure. is a lost cause. Don't put me in the same category with base. I'm on. not. That's, Sam, what did I just say? I said base. I, right. Guys like you and base. Like, like, no, no, Sam, 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 there's no one else on but you and base. <laughs> Those are the only options. It's not like there's 100 people on. It's you, base, and Ryan. Yeah. So you have to put one. Ryan has to use his 15 minutes to put one of you guys over. And yeah. of course, we're gonna. You're the you're the one with the potential, so we're gonna try to put you over. Yeah. <laughs> what, oh. about, what about farm aid? Oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> was just ridiculous. I I I just found myself laughing uncontrollably at that. Just in the middle of the day, I was just standing there laughing, just thinking about how pathetic it was. Just that I that I would that I would limp. I limp for about ten feet. Sam had his arm around me. I'm like, I can't walk. Blaze's <laughs> like, no, you can't get out this way. And I'm like, oh, okay. okay. And then we both started laughing, and I walked away. <laughs> the other thing I laughed at was I, I saw a guy riding a bike with one, you know how they roll the one leg up? Yeah. And I was thinking about Sam. Sam, when you rode bikes all the time, did you roll up one leg? <laughs> Um, you know what? I so I did not uh, until one time I was actually wearing um, baggy sweatpants. And the sweatpants got, got caught in the chain, and I took an off. <laughs> um, and I still have scars to this day from that fall. Um, so so now I roll up actually both legs. Um, just in the event that the other leg crosses over the bike and hits the chain, I'm very paranoid now. Now how is I'm that? Very pa- paranoid in general when something bad happens to me. I have uh, an issue. Um, so if something like minor happens, like, like when I actually, I was helping a move, uh, maybe six months ago and I fell down the stairs, um, very, a very awful fall. Um, his, his slumlord actually didn't, um, didn't clean the stairs. There was, there was almost this like one inch, um, layer of, layer of goo on each of the stairs. It was disgusting. It was, you know what it looked like, Ryan? It was almost like that slime they used on Nickelodeon shows. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. on all. It was like six flights of stairs up to the uh, attic where he <laughs> the attic. And, um, it's a second floor. I fell from the top all the way to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, and then I look. This day, my point is, Ryan. To this day, when I walk downstairs, I'm. It's it's sad, but I'm like I I walk downstairs like an old man. Like I look at the stairs and I go one foot at a time because I'm scared now that I'm going to slip on something. I just heard Oscar Salmon thought. Remember, like in in the movie Gremlins, when that old lady had that in that house, she had that like stair lift and yeah. rode up the stairs. Yeah, and Sam had that that little machine oh, sat in a bench. I would love one of those. Up, I would love took him all the way up the stairs. I would love one of those. <laughs> I just heard a big scream, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "Leave me alone!" And he looked like a pretzel. His leg was behind his head. I was laying there bleeding. There was blood all over the stairs. I was my clothes were all ripped up. But and Abe just walks over and he starts. He just stands over me and starts laughing. <laughs> but I, I, I needed like serious medical attention. <laughs> no, I said, "Are you okay?" Hey, Eddie! You, didn't, you didn't know. You, you didn't. You never said that. You well, never no, I, I think I was <laughs> laughing. But I said, "Are you okay?" And he said, <laughs> you, you, "Get out of my you, sight." <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> you can't tell that I'm fine. Can I ask you guys a question? This is this is based on something that happened, and for some reason, this jogged my memory, reminded me of it. When is the last time you guys called nine one one? About two weeks ago. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. For what? For what? Um, so, in front of my apartment, um, 
there was actually, I heard a loud bang. It was like two in the morning and I looked out the front window and there was a car T-boned on a tree, like smashed into a tree. Whoa. So, so I actually, I, 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 started, I ran downstairs and um, as I was running downstairs, I called 911 and I went over to approach the car. I thought somebody would be in the car. And I called 911. Um, when I got to the car, there was nobody in the car. Um, so what had actually happened was somebody hit a car so hard to hit, hit the car into the tree and they oh. fell off. So when the cops came, they inspected it. And they, they did they, me- did they meet? Sorry. No, I say, did they immediately handcuff you thinking you were the guy? No, I, 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 have, I, have, to say, I have to say in Chicago, police officers are very nice now after all the... Uh, and Brian, I mean, I'm sure you're seeing on the news what's been happening here since you've been gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, cops have been um, in some precarious situations. But, um, yeah, the cop was very, he's like, oh, I really appreciate you doing your duty and calling. That was very nice of you to wake up. And I mean, it was amazing to hear a cop, like, being so grateful. He's like, yeah, so, you know, what did you see, this and that? But he was like, I saw it I saw it officer. Yeah, like in my in my life, historically, cops usually if they would see me, they would just like throw me on the hood of the car, like <laughs> instinctively. You know, and that's how police officers in the city are, like depending on the darkness of your skin. If it's a certain well, but Sam, it, Sam, it doesn't help that, like, you know, if you ever watch like Law and Order, that's the only show where you wonder when you watch it, like, who talks to cops that way? And I just realized that would be you. You know, they're like, <laughs> you know, did you see this guy last night? And he, this guy's like. Any more questions? I got to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is sad. Yeah, I've, I learned. I've learned my lesson. I've done that a few times in in, in the past. But that's, I've I've smarted off to police officers, and it never ends well. <laughs> if I'm not under arrest, be on your way. Pig. Yeah. <laughs> Am I under arrest or not? If I'm not, have a good day. Yeah. Arrest me then. <laughs> arrest me. Sam, have you ever yelled that to a cop? Then arrest me. No. I do, I just want to say though I do support the cops and the troops. Um, I want to make that very clear. That's a yeah. great move as part of being put over by Ryan. Yeah. Get that yeah. out of the way. Abe, have you had to call nine one one ever? Well, remember I think we talked about it on the serious show when that garbage can was on fire. Remember I called the fire department <laughs> and I went outside. Wait, 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 wait. But what garbage can on fire? When I, I don't lived, remember this at all. When I lived in the apartment on Chicago <laughs> Avenue, we talked. Remember, I said that I went outside. And it was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> there was a garbage can on fire. I called nine one one. Remember, I talked about how disgusting people look when there's a fire, and I said if you're dating a new girl, you should set her garbage can on fire to see how she really looks. Yes, yes, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, so I called nine one one, and I, I went out there by the. Uh, by the, and I was standing there, and they're like, oh, you go back in your house. But I wanted to be there because I'm the one who put the call in. Right. Like, I wanted credit for, you know, for making the call. Yeah. Why? Did you did you recently call 911, Ryan? I did. On Easter morning, um, well, it was the afternoon. Jill and I were driving to her parents' house. And, like, <clears throat> we were driving. It's, the way you take your parents' house, it's almost like, you know, like, they call things frontage road. It's like a... It's not a highway, but it's off the highway. It's not like a residential street. Um, it's like a uh, like a, a, a drive, like a lakeshore yeah, drive like type. Hi, yes, exactly. And uh, so we were we were driving, and I said, "Jill, is that guy naked?" <laughs> he was like way off in the in the distance, up up in front. At first, I thought like in Wayne's World, you know, that Indian appears, or like Jim Morrison, and the guy's just wearing like a 
He's wearing like a thing over his yeah. dick. Like a, like a, a thong with like a cover, like a flap. I thought from a distance that's what he had on. As we got closer, we realized he was naked and there's a hospital near her house. And this guy, this black guy, walking on the side of the road, completely naked, just 100% naked, was not carrying clothes or anything, just walking down the road. <laughs> wow. Totally naked. And uh, we didn't know what to do, so we just instinctively called 911. We figured he came from the hospital. Our, our mind was not like, let's get this guy in trouble. It was more like, this guy might need help. Yeah, right. So we, the we first thing you thought was, get this guy back to prison. And no, anyone, no. anyone naked has to be leaving prison. Because <laughs> even, even if you were in a fire, you'd still have you know, like one sock on or something. If you're completely yeah, naked, that he, means that you escape Shawshank style through like a bunch of was, dog shit and mud near, and he water. Was, <laughs> he was in no hurry either. Like he was, just, <laughs> it was like he was out for a stroll. So what happened? So her dad, Jill's dad, is a former cop. We pulled up to their house, went in to get him. I said, <laughs> more for the spectacle of it. I said, Dave, come with me for a second. Get in the car. Grab your gun. <laughs> so, <he> said, <laughs> so we went her whole family piled in the back of the car we broke it, honestly it was two minutes after we called we, was, he, we, was, was, he, was he squatting taking a dump somewhere when you guys found him again <laughs> three squad cars had this guy surrounded and they were loading him in the back of the car and we got back <laughs> now what, what are you supposed to do when you see a naked it, it's almost like Anytime I see a homeless guy, oh, I'm sorry. Can I, can, I ask, can I ask one quick question about that? Just um, in terms of like the semantics, I guess, of the call. Did, how long did it take to get an answer? I thought 911 calls were instantaneous. Like you get an answer immediately. Yeah, we did. It was instant. When I called, it rang like 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 I mean, I don't know if that's like a Chicago. That's because you call so much. You, you're on the list where let it ring 20 times. <laughs> so we know it's an emergency. <laughs> There's ruffians outside on skateboards again. From my second floor uh, residence down across the street, I literally didn't get somebody until I actually got to the car. That was between calling, like putting clothes on, coat, going down the stairs, opening the door. (laughs) Literally, it took that long to get an answer. What took you so long? There's a tree. There's a car around a tree down here. Isn't it, Ryan, like the naked guy, it's like a homeless guy. Even if your door's locked, you you double lock it. Yeah. I mean, not that you're scared of the homeless guy, but you always have that fear that they're going to just put their hand, like they're going to unlock your door, or they're going to un- un- you know, open the door and do something. Well, it's an unpredictability. It's not, it, it has nothing, to, I mean, I think it's because it's something you don't see often. I mean, if you're in a place where you're like, you know, you, you feel comfortable and then all of a sudden something threatens that, just because it's different. You don't expect to see, if you're driving to work tomorrow, Abe, on your normal route, the last thing you expect to see is a naked man walking down the street. <laughs> like, like, it's not to say he's going to cause you any harm, but, like, your first thought is, well, this isn't right. <laughs> it's like you see that and be like, yep, and then you keep driving. Exactly. You're like, what? <laughs> actually, that besides, like, someone actually... If you see someone taking like a machete and chopping someone's head off, someone walking yeah. naked, um, someone, you know, I mean, that, that's like in the top three things you could see that would startle you. Someone walking naked. Yes. Like right behind types of murders that you could see. <laughs> yeah. 
Like if, if you saw actually someone pull the pin out of a grenade and throw it, that would be more startling than someone naked. But there's not many things that are more startling than that. You're, you're right. But that I, I always feel bad locking the door again because I know it's locked, and then I hit it again, and they well, could and, probably hear it lock. Exactly. It's the same feeling with calling 911 on the naked guy. Like, you have to do something, but it's the same thing as locking the door when a homeless guy comes, like, is walking by your car. <laughs> it's the same feeling. Because, like, I mean, I don't know. He wasn't doing it. You know, he wasn't, like, harming anybody, but you ha- you can't just see that and just nod your head and keep going. Do you think, I think we talked about this before, but could you imagine how often a homeless guy hears that, that lock? <laughs> it has to be very emasculating when, like, every do- every car you walk past, that's quiet lock sound. And it's, it's even more sad when it's buttons that you still push down manually, like when you see the hand hitting the button down. <laughs> or you see someone <laughs> friend. <laughs> You see someone frantically yeah. locking all four buttons, but they're in the car by themselves, so they hit theirs, <laughs> the one behind them, then they stretch across, and then get the yeah, one yeah, all the way to the back. Driver crawling in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Ryan, you're a good person to ask about this, because didn't, didn't you go a period without wearing any kind of boxers or anything? Yeah, that was back in my heyday. All right, so here's my question. Number one, what's up with guys who don't wear underwear? And number two... What's the benefit of wearing them? The benefits are pretty clear, aren't they? They're not. I mean, they. For, well, I mean, I think the first benefit is for support. Well, let so me ask really Ryan, Sam, because you, as far as I know, you've always the, worn. Um, what do you wear? Uh, you wear long underwear, right? Yeah, I wear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're, trying, you're, trying, you're, you're trying to put me over as the team. You're really not doing <laughs> No, but Ryan, since you you have experience in both. Thinking back to the time I didn't wear underwear, I feel like at first it was more like, it probably started as like a, I I didn't like how either boxer lines looked under my jeans. (laughs) That's why women don't wear underwear. I know. (laughs) But I'm thinking back to like the days of the days where I cared a lot about what, you know. You know how it's looking and stuff. Well, wow. let's be honest, Abe. You you pointed out on numerous occasions my build is not necessarily. Yeah, you're bottom heavy. I, I don't need bulk. Like <laughs> that's, that's, I don't need to add bulk. <laughs> right. I must I'm admit, sure though, somewhere in my head that that was like the driving factor, and then I just got used to it. And I liked it, and it just felt cleaner, more aerodynamic. I'm sure part of it too was that I was ready to roll at a moment's notice. And it probably looked cooler to the the chicks, right? If you were just oh yeah. And that was it. Like, they were just like, ooh. Yeah. But I didn't think, Ryan, your I'm answer sure was going to be, oh, I don't like panty lines. <laughs> I wasn't expecting sure that answer. That's, that's probably what it was. I mean, I'm sure that's part of it. I, it's hard to say because that was, like, what, 10 years ago? Now, unless Eight you're, years ago? Unless you're like John Goodman, who has a, a, a loose ass and probably is covered <laughs> in skid marks, why, why does anyone wear them? Now, Sam mentioned support. I've never gone without wearing them. I wonder what, like, should should I try it out? What I don't get why people wear them and why people don't wear them. Because I've only known like, one way. I mean, well, Ryan, I mean, because you're the expert, I mean, I'm sure you always, for the most part, you would search. If you're out, you're wearing probably, like, denim jeans or, like, yeah. I don't know, maybe, like, khakis or something. But I feel like um, having the zipper um, rub up against that area would be very uncomfortable and could actually do some 
some real pain. No, I, I I don't recall it ever being uncomfortable. I really don't. I, I honestly don't recall it being. You never got like the stock. No, no. Okay. Like I think back then she was all button fly. I'm guessing. Oh, button fly. Oh, yeah, okay. that would work. Uh, very very good. Yeah. Um, I'm taking notes. Okay. I will say this here to, to answer your second question: Abe, why? <clears throat> why? I don't know if you remember a few years ago. Yeah, your balls almost exploded, right? Yes, I, ha- I like something happened. I was either running or riding a bike, or something happens where it like nicked one of my testicles, and I ended up it like started swelling. Like I, I ended up going to the doctor. I got MRIs on my balls, and I, <laughs> I ended up it was taking on fluid, and like I had to have it. It was cr- it was insane the pain I was in. Didn't you have to and, wear uh, double knit briefs or something? <laughs> no, but they told me like they told me that. You know, from here on out, I should only wear briefs just for the support. Like, something about letting them dangle was, was doing no good for my ball. <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, Roseanne Barr balls. <laughs> just, they're old and hangy. Wait, so, wait. Barr has balls? Well, no, but, like, her boobs are just disgusting. Yeah, they're uh, just, just hanging and saggy. <laughs> wait, so, Ryan, so you're a brief man now? I had to be since then, and I have been since. Yeah. So you you you've moved out of the boxer briefs into just briefs. I have a couple pair of boxer briefs that I wear like at home, like for come, you know, when I'm like yeah, like you don't want to walk around in white briefs, right? I don't own white briefs. Let me just be clear. I'm not a, a white McGregor brief. That's your go-to. Do you wear those I, like Ken Shamrock? <laughs> those bikini cut briefs, the red ones. No, I also don't wear those. They're not boy shorts. They're not briefs. They're not white. They're just regular, like, you know, black, blue, red. Nothing looks worse than a a grown man in white. I don't care. Like, it always reminds me of Eisenberg, uh, Walt White, in Breaking Bad, wearing those white briefs. There is no worse look for a grown man than white briefs. I'm sorry. You look like a little boy. It's horrible. And then if if you add white socks to the mix... Oh, hey, Bass is calling me. Hold on one second. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, Bass Levy. Bass, you wear boxers? Yeah. Bass, you wear boxers, briefs, or nothing? You wear long uh, boxers, right? Well, it depends. Are we talking about at work or at home? At work. Uh, I Mostly boxers. I've tried the boxer briefs, but I don't like them. So you you were you were those like ones that go past your knees, right? Because I've seen you in New- when we went to the Howard Stern Christmas party that one year. You were wearing Grinch boxers that were down to almost your ankles. They look like oh cr- yeah, they're they're, they're they're pretty much like boxers slash lounge, lounging briefs. They look like they look like if you remember these pants from like the nineties, culottes. <laughs> I would say Zubas with the legs cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Because Ryan, we were talking about how I'm just wondering what the benefit is of not wearing anything. Like Ryan went a while without wearing anything. Base. So you wear the long, like ankle cutting boxers at work. What do you wear at home? Uh, I wear like cozy shorts. Like comes like kind of boxers, but a little thinner. Do your boxers ever come out the bottom of the shorts because they're so long? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not, like, I'm not. I, I'm, they're not that long. I'm not exactly those ones you had on New York. Are, like a, they're like, actually I'm not, I'm not rocking them like. Dave like <laughs> called them ankle cutters. <laughs> that's, that's a stretch, Dave. 
<laughs> Ankle cutter. <laughs> At that point, I might as well not even wear any pants. <laughs> Why do we're talking about boxers and stuff? I was just thinking about this too. Why do foreigners all wear those? Like I was saying, Ryan, do you wear those bikini cut <laughs> briefs? Why do all foreigners wear super slick? Even if they're fat, they wear those super <laughs> tight bikini cut swimming trunks or whatever, whatever you'd call them. Why is that? Like speedos. What? It, but what is it? And, and it's acceptable because I, I was watching a video, and this is this is another ridiculous statement. I was watching baby elephants in a swimming pool for some reason. I don't know why I was watching. No, it's, 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 it's Ryan, you, you wouldn't enjoy watching baby elephants in a swimming pool? Of course. It's hilarious. They're, they're like, they're jumping in like dogs and stuff. But then I got into the YouTube vortex and I was typing in elephants in swimming pools. And I came across some kind of public pool in some other, somewhere in Europe. And they had like these, um, it, they weren't real elephants, but they were these elephant statues in the public pool. And everyone, even the little kids, the little girls were wearing like thongs, like bikinis. The little boys were wearing those briefs. Every father was over, had the big gut, but they'd wear a gold chain and Speedos. And I was just wondering, why is that? Is that like the only kind of swimwear they have in those countries? Or do they not care about body shaming? Like, what is it? And a lot, they also wear those really weird, like, skinny tank top, like, multicolored tank tops, if you notice. Yeah, like, like uh, they'll, all, like they'll be, like, pastel colors. Like, they salmon? Look, like, you know, like a soccer flag, like a soccer, like, jersey almost, but really, <laughs> really thin, thin straps on the tank top. It's just something I never understood. Now, Base, you celebrated Easter, right? Because your wife's uh, Catholic. Well, I attended at Easter. I don't celebrate it. Well, you're celebrating it. No, he's not. Good for you, babe. You, you stick up. What, well, you just sit there? Probably me going to church and, and all that. All I did was eat food and give my kid candy. I mean, if that's celebrating, yeah, they uh, <laughs> call me religious. You participate because the family, but you don't actually celebrate it yourself. It doesn't mean anything to you. To Dan yeah, Levy, exactly. mean shit. Well, here's my question. Number one, Ryan, did you have any lamb for Easter? No. Sam, did you eat any of that lamb that mom made? I, I sure did. Is there anything that settles worse in your stomach than lamb? <laughs> um, I, well, I mean, so, so, so I was there with you. Um, just so you guys know, you guys know when you go to like a family party, they have like those um, those like party sized plates with the different um, different sections, you know, like six or six or seven sections on the plate. You guys have seen, yeah, people all use them. I mean, I guess if you fill that whole plate up with one, with three inches of lamb um, <laughs> from you know the entire length and width of the plate up three inches, of course you're going to get sick. It wasn't the lamb, it was the volume of lamb you ate. <laughs> you ate half the lamb by yourself. I mean, that's what it was. I didn't even eat the lamb. It, the, all the lamb was carved up, and then I said, well, what's up with the rest of this? And they're like, well, that's all fat. And I'm like, no, it's not. So I spooned up all the extra lamb that was in the like the carving dish. And that's why I had so much. I didn't even take any of the prime lamb. That was all the stuff that was sitting in that other pan. Somebody with knowledge told you that's fat over there, and you use your educated guess to say it was not, and I'm going to eat all of it? Actually, Sam's wife, she's the one who carved it. And I said, Rachel, what's up with all this? She's like, well, you don't want to eat that. That's all fat. And I'm like, that's exactly what I want to eat. That's my favorite part. <laughs> so I got I got a ton of that. There was That was just extras. That was me put right in the garbage. So I was actually helping people out by leaving the prime cuts for guys like Sam. I only eat the prime cuts of lamb. 
Fat free. <laughs> it is weird too on Easter. I was thinking about this. Why? And I've always wondered this. Why do people wear a cross around their neck? I don't get it because that was a torture. Oh device. boy. No, but I'm just wondering. Shouldn't you wear like Jesus ascending to heaven? On Easter, shouldn't that be around your neck and not the torture device that well, he was how, on? How do how do you how how do you how do you how would you visually symbolize that? Just have him with his arms to his sides, like out, you know, kind of like. Um, how would you describe that, Ryan? You know what I'm talking about, like with the arms out, like you want to challenge someone to a fight. Uh, but like, okay, you're, but, like, but the, you're, like the Notre Dame leprechaun guy. No, like your arms to the side, like kind of like Scott Stapp in the arms wide open video with your arms out, looking up. Right. Why not just have that around your neck, like the body, instead of the cross? Or even worse than that is when he's actually on the cross. There's a lot of crosses where Jesus is actually on the cross. Yeah, but it's not the crosses don't have like, it's not like the passion of the Christ. I mean, I've seen some where his head is to the side and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like a gory you know, to the cross. I mean, it's just him on the cross. I mean, I've just never like, understood. I, everyone, I, everyone, most people are hardened to that scene. I mean, we've all seen it, you know, thousands of times. Nobody, like, looks at a little silver cross and, and regurgitates because they are thinking what happened to Jesus. I mean, it's, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just wondering why you would wear a torture device around your neck. Because I'm sure when it was going on, Jesus, Jesus wasn't like, oh, one day all my followers are going to be wearing this I cross. I don't, I don't think people wear the cross because they like they liked what happened. No, I'm not saying they like, like yeah, what happened. The idea of using a cross to kill somebody is great. That's not what it's about. It's just for Christians. It's about the way to like memorialize Jesus, like remember his suffering. That's what it so, is. So, so if you like Martin Luther King, you should wear a necklace with a gun around your neck. You see that? That you're, you're being stupid. <laughs> I mean, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's, 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 that's what it's that's, like. That's that's an awful thing to say. No, Sam, it's he got like, killed. No, Someone like shot him. If you like, if you like Abraham Lincoln, if you like Abraham Lincoln, he's at the savior to 1.5 billion people on this planet. That's the difference. Jesus is, and I, I, I do. I understand what Sam's saying. It's more like it's a reminder of the suffering that you know hmm. believers Supposedly. say. That, for you, yeah, exactly. I mean, MLK Jr. didn't choose to get shot. Jesus chose, <laughs> according to the, the Bible, he chose to go through with it. But okay, okay. So, so what if what if he got um, crucified ten years before they used crosses and they and they used a uh, like a noose instead or, or whatever? Wow! If, if, no, I'm serious. Wow! I'm saying if they decide if they decided to use this a different to- Sam, it's not if they decide. That's my question. That was the the the, the device well, they, they used. Didn't decide to use a noose. They didn't decide to use a noose. I mean, they must to worry about. My it point. Happened. Here's my point. During <laughs> that time, story. During that time, that was the torture device. I'm just saying that we should remember him for when he was alive, not on the cross. It's not. It's nothing no, against not anything. Actually, no, that's not the point. You're not supposed. You're supposed to remember what he went. That's that's how it is. Because, I'd rather, I mean, you're, that's why that story is so important. You're supposed to remember what Jesus did to save you, the sinner. I'd that's rather why, have a gold chain with him holding two loaves of bread and three fish. Well, you didn't. It's, it's unfortunate that you weren't in charge two thousand years ago or fifteen hundred years ago when they actually made that that other thing. But 
you weren't. So the cross is what it is, and people are okay with it, except for you, apparently. I'm surprised, Abe, the, you know, the constant entrepreneur hasn't looked into commissioning, you know, starting small, like small bats, like maybe a gross of those new eight, like new Jesus necklaces where he's actually holding bread. Like, I'm surprised you're not thinking of how to turn this into something. Why well, I, I am. <laughs> Ryan, you have to agree with me at some level. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. Ryan's I a mean, very wise man. He understands what I, I'm saying. I, I, I understand what you're saying and why you're asking what you're asking. I do. But I also, I also think that there's a very, very logical explanation for why people recall that image and choose to wear that image. I'd rather just see oh, him thanks. alive guys, with the apostles. Like, how about the Last four. Supper? Some of, us, some of us are very religious, but Abe, what you're saying is very offensive to us. I'll just tell you that you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of you're gonna get a lot of backlash over those. No, it's actually, it's actually not <laughs> offensive at all. It's actually not offensive at all. See, you're you're. No, I think it is. No, it's not at all. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm I'm just asking Sam. It's okay to ask questions in life. No, I'm asking I, I, a question. This is a think, question think, I'm asking. I think it's a dumb line of I think it's a dumb line of question. I think what it shows is it shows your ignorance about Christianity. Sam, it's not, it's not like ignorance about Christianity. Sam, I know all about Christianity. I've always thought like this. Trump now. I have the best words. I know all about Christianity. <laughs> no one knows more about Christianity than No one knows more about Christianity than me. I was an altar boy. <laughs> I lit the candles. I know the most about Christianity. I know the best words. I know all about crosses. <laughs> Just a question. Sam, it's okay to question things. All I'm doing is questioning it. Yeah, no shit. I have no problem with it. I have no problem at all. My question is why? Why is that the symbol? That's all I'm asking. I'm presenting a question to the group. I, uh, yeah, no, I get that, and I appreciate that. All right. Speaking of um, those days, did Game of Thrones take place before BC, Sam? Probably. Well, I mean, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of those days, then you, 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 you pivot to Game of Thrones. Well, no, because I want to talk about Game of Thrones. I thought that was a good time. You basically just implied that Game of Thrones took place around the time of Jesus' death. Well, I mean, it's during those Game of Thrones is a fictional story written by an old guy with a railroad hat named George R. I mean, who knows? It took place in a fictional universe, you know, at no time in the past. I mean, so just to clarify... You don't think that Game of Thrones actually is... It's not a documentary. Uh, yeah, you don't think it's an actual history. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying, I'm saying you know, something from a long time ago, Game of Thrones. And, you got, Sam, you got a good taste of this when you worked at SiriusXM. You did some stuff at WGN. You did some stuff at The Loop. Ryan Bass and I have been working in radio since, like, 2001. So we've been around a lot of radio people. And I assume TV people are the same way. And this is the first season that Game of Thrones isn't giving out advanced copies to the media. Mm-hmm. Could you think of a worse group of people, just jaded, mean-spirited people than the media to give those to? I would have never given screener copies because they ruin everything. Oh, in case you're you wondering know, what happened again, on Game again, of Thrones. You know Abe, Abe, I got to say, you, uh, this is two, two times in a minute. You really are like Trump because you constantly attack <laughs> radio people, media people. Like you're some kind of outsider, but you are the you. That's who you are. You no. are the radio people. <laughs> you're those people. But Sam, what I'm saying that's is, like, you, don't you, give you me like the, the far right wing where they always say these politicians. I don't like politicians. Politicians ruin everything, and they're politicians. 
You are the you are media. You are radio. Okay, but what I'm saying is that you shouldn't give people like me screener copies because I'll talk about it. <laughs> that's, what I'm See, that's the better way to frame it. Exactly <laughs> right. Yes. People like you and your many of your cohorts in the industry. Yeah, sure. Right, just just leaving so leaving me out of it because I don't get screener copies. And base, you know a lot of these types. Are there? Is there a worse group of people to let see these episodes first? Yeah, I know what happens. Uh, Khaleesi cuts her own dragon son's head off. Oh, was that a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, here's the thing. I'm sorry. I mean, what the, the media is doing what most people would do if they had the same opportunities. I mean, people spoil things all the time on the Internet. They don't have to be media. It happens on social media networks. Things get spoiled constantly on message blogs. In comment sections, I mean, I've had plenty of shows spoiled for me, um, you know, without me pursuing spoilers because people flood the Internet with spoilers. So, yeah, I mean, the media people who are doing it are probably not legit media people. Like, it's usually people like, like me. you know, somebody who writes for like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, yeah, I mean, exactly. Somebody who like, you know, isn't like a... Doesn't doesn't really have like the same code of ethics. Let me let me let me tell you about my code of ethics. True media statesman would have Ryan. Let let me Sam base gentlemen. Let me explain my my ethics. Okay, I had no for for a long period of time when the UFC had their rankings. I was one of the media people who got to pick their rankings. Okay, I have no yeah. right to pick those rankings. I decided. I mean, I did it for a long time, but then after doing it for a long time, <laughs> for years. I did it for years, but then after a long time and it, one day I'm like, you know, like one day I was setting the rankings and I was just thinking like now me setting these rankings actually affects their money because based on the <laughs> rankings, they were getting like, they changed the rule. But at that time they were going to ba- base it on the rankings. So if you're in the top five, Reebok gives you $20,000, six through 10, you get like 10,000, 11 through 15, you get like five. So I was actually affecting their money. So I emailed the UFC and I said, you know what? Um, you know, I, I enjoyed doing the ratings. I, I'm not able to watch all the fights like I used to. So I would like to pull my name from the rankings. And they said, we really appreciate your ethics. Now, how many people, wow. how many people would have the ethics that I have? Because I don't want to be in charge of someone's money. And there were a lot of fights I didn't watch. I'd just be picking rankings. Yeah. But I'd be like, oh, and let's I, I was very, and I was very impressed that you did that. I, I was. You, 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 you told me that story 50 times now. that happened 50 days so ago. Don't, so don't, so don't, I've been very, very impressed every single time you told me. So don't lump me in. Don't lump me in with Mike the Enforcer and the Badger, who are going to take screeners to Game of Thrones and then be like, "Hey, it's Mike the Enforcer and the Badger here on number one Rock in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Rock. Oh, Badger, do we get the new one? Yeah, man, you got the new screener for Thrones. What happened? Well, Khaleesi gets her head cut. Oh, I don't say it. What happened? Khaleesi gets her head cut off. Oh, I don't say it. Oh, did we say it? Oops! <laughs> Here's the new one from Seether. <laughs> it's The Rock. <laughs> so don't let me in with those guys. <laughs> we'll close it out on this. Uh, and base, you weren't here. We we did figure out that Ryan will probably be on every week, just in a limited role. Okay, nice. Base sounds very excited. Ah. <laughs> 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 Just when I thought I got rid of him forever. 
<laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like when we were driving that one day and Ryan kicked you out of his car. <laughs> and then you thought you you thought you were done with Ryan. And then we came back around the block I'm to pick you up. He's coming back. Remember, I'm like, please, please, Ryan, pick him up, please. <laughs> and then base 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 face was all red. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> and then like two seconds later he was back in the car smiling. <laughs> There's that story for the sixtieth time again, Sam. Ape is a retire story until he's told it at least five hundred times. Wait, Ryan, what what even what? then. What? Even oh. then. <laughs> I don't remember though. Why did you kick him out of your car again? Because he like, what? His knee hit your back or something? Dude, I have. I honestly have no. <laughs> I don't. I, really, I don't know the reason for it either. I don't recall. I really. I honestly don't remember why. Uh, all I remember. Hey, hey, Ryan. Let me. Let me ask you guys. Do you, ever, do you ever wonder if these stories are even true? I mean, sometimes <laughs> Abe. Abe will create a story and tell it so many times you start believing it actually happened. When well, maybe this, it never this one, happened. This one I can vouch is true, but okay. not as evil and as like ferocious as Abe has built it up. Like, okay. No, actually honest, it was. It actually was because he said, get I, the I, fuck I, out I, of my car. Like, hey, I gotta get back to work faster. So it wasn't even like we were angry. I was like, hey, I think I can make it faster if I want or something like that. It wasn't like, no, it wasn't like that at all. Actually. you like world comment style. Ryan, you can at least remember it wasn't like that. You weren't just like, oh, oh, let me get out here, Ryan, so I can walk to work faster. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it was a spot where base was going to make good progress. On the <laughs> we, were like, we were like 10 miles. We were like 10 miles from work. What are you yeah, talking Ryan, about? The one time you can put a story to bed and you keep bringing it out. Uh, Fuck I you, motherfucker. I remember. Another I remember, reason why I was hoping you would be gone forever. <laughs> I do remember Abe. Begging me to turn around to go get it. And I, and I do remember after you were in the car, it was one of those situations where Bass and I would only we would communicate with each other, but through Abe. Like, Bass is in the back seat, and I'm acting like <laughs> And I'd be like, tell him he's an asshole. Abe would re- relay the message. Well, tell him he's oh, a Kermit the Frog-looking fucker. <laughs> and there's another inside joke that came out again. <laughs> What was that one again? Uh, you told- I had a green sweatshirt on. They said I looked like Kermit the Frog, the asshole. Still <laughs> 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 uh, pretty good. So, yeah. anyways, so that anyways, was, that, ba- that was good base. The good news is that Ryan will still be on every week, but just for a small. Segment. Wonderful, great, I'm so glad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. All right, we'll wrap it up on this then, gentlemen. Since we're talking about, Wait, what does a limited basis podcast mean? What's that? What does it mean to be available for a podcast, but on a limited basis? We're going to actually have an egg timer, and then when it goes off, right, this thing up. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to hear, anytime Ryan's on the podcast, you'll hear this in the background. <laughs> All right, Ryan, we'll talk to you next week. Um, and I had this happen to me two days ago. Anytime someone gets out of their car at a red light or a stop sign, don't you just assume that it's like when they're going to their trunk, don't you just assume the worst is going to happen? Yes. Yeah, that I do. Like, I had a guy jump out of his car. I got so scared. <laughs> yeah. I immediately was like looking around for like an exit route. It's like, oh, yeah. can I swerve to the left and get out of here? Because why would you jump out of your car and go into the trunk? It's just laziness, <laughs> right? It's usually to get a crowbar. 
<laughs> but honestly though it's it's there's really it's pure laziness like i was driving the other day and i had a bag in my trunk and i was like let me grab at the stop sign i was considering going to get it now and just hold it in the front seat so i don't have to get it out of the trunk later i mean it doesn't get lazier than that and i think that's why most people would go to their trunk out of pure laziness because you could just pull over and get something out of your trunk why do you have to jump out at a red light yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I, I don't know that I've ever done that, but I, I do agree that, like, almost going back to the homeless guy approaching the car or a naked seeing a naked guy, like, <clears throat> your mind instantly goes to, like, uh-oh, this isn't right. <laughs> the fear the fear automatically kicks in. Yeah, it does. I will say the only time I, I, have, done, I have done it, but it's only been situations where it's in the light. I know very well that it's a long light. If I need light, I know it's a two-minute light, and... I don't know, maybe there's like a bottle of water I want to get out of the trunk or something, or a crowbar, I'll just, I'll do it then. I have my sandwich in the back. Yeah, I keep a sandwich in the trunk at all. I have my bag lunch back there. I always keep a couple, I always keep a couple of PB&Js in the trunk. Just in case my blood sugar is low. <laughs> Alright, fellas, we'll wrap it up on that, and uh, we may have Ryan next week for a bit. Uh, we may yeah. have base, but we'll probably have Sam. And <laughs> I know I'll be here next week. Later. We'll holler. Yeah, later. Peace. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.